Hi, friends. Welcome back to season two of the Story at the Center podcast. My name is Abby. And I'm Jason. And this is episode seven out of eight for season two. It's almost over, friends. It's really crazy that we're already here. Um, I just want to welcome you guys. Thank you all for coming back. Um, thank you for listening to this episode. Um, and I want to remind you guys to please subscribe if you have not already. If you have been listening and are not subscribed, I want to say, what are you doing? Um, <laughs> um, please hit that subscribe button. It'll notify you wherever you, if you're subscribed, wherever you listen to your podcasts, whether it's Spotify, whether it's Apple Podcasts, whether it's Google, whatever. If you are subscribed, it will notify you when we drop an episode. So please subscribe. Also, I want to ask that you guys please leave a review because um, it helps us get the stories out there. It's kind of the uh, cover message from viewers that people will see when they come and find our podcast. Um, It'll tell a little bit about it. Um, So please leave your reviews. um, Like I said, wherever you're listening to us from, Um, leave a review for us. Um, It helps us get the stories that God wants to use out there. Um, And I just want to say thank you for listening and thank you for continuing to support us and um, support these stories that the Lord is using in so many ways. Um, So welcome. And today um, on this, well, could be one, could be whenever, frankly, but when this episode drops, it is the day after Thanksgiving. And so on this day after Thanksgiving, we wanted to take this opportunity to do something just a little different. And, um, so we're gonna we're gonna talk about what we've seen God doing, um, giving God gratitude. Talk about the importance of gratitude today, and um, and you know maybe even a, a few a little extra uh, nuggets of truth in there as we go. But um, we are so glad that you're joining us for the Story at the Center podcast. So happy Thanksgiving everybody. Happy Thanksgiving. Hope your Thanksgiving holiday has been fantastic. You've had an opportunity to spend some time with family. Eat all the good food. All the things. Turkey, stuffing. What Abby, what's your what's your go-to Thanksgiving favorite? Like you're going to be mad if it's not out on the table. Um definitely green bean casserole. <laughs> green so bean good. casserole <laughs> so good also i'm an unpopular opinion when it comes to thanksgiving dishes because i'm not a turkey gal and i talk about that i would much rather have ham which everyone seems to have an opinion about so it's fine but well i mean it's because your opinion is wrong uh, um no but that's, you know. <laughs> anyways <laughs> 99% of Americans agree that your opinion is wrong on that. So, uh, moving <laughs> Turkey, man. It's turkey. It's Thanksgiving. It's turkey day. It's not ham day. That's Whatever. Easter. You like ham all the time. I do. <laughs> so, um, so not sure what your favorite Thanksgiving dish is, but I hope you got to enjoy lots of it mm-hmm. as um, you celebrate the holidays. We, we're sort of... Tr- finally transitioning back in a way to do doing some things we used to do as a culture and one of those things is gathering and so hopefully you got to spend time with all the people you love Mm -hmm. um this this year um everybody's healthy and happy and safe and we just um hope that that is the case for you where you are today um so in the 
spirit of thanksgiving, um, one of the things that we've been doing as a church at Austin Christian Fellowship is talking about the importance of praise and gratitude and thanksgiving. Um, we've just, we're wrapping up um, this weekend a series that we've called The Sound, and the basic premise has been um, that that praise of our God and gratitude for the things that he has given, thank, bringing praise and thanksgiving um, into his presence is, is um, important because it literally ushers in the presence of God. And mm-hmm. so we've been talking a lot about that in our circles in the last um, several weeks or month. And, and so just want to spend some time talking about what we've sort of seen God doing um, and giving him praise and thanksgiving mm-hmm. for what he's been doing and gratitude for what, what we've seen him do. Um, as well as, you know, maybe here at the end, I'll jump in and, and talk a little bit about um, something that I think goes along with that idea that we've been talking about for the last three or four weeks. So, mm-hmm. um, Abby, what, what, what are some things that you've seen God do in the last, um, you know, maybe six months or so that um, helps you understand better who God is? thinking the the thought bubble is coming through right now um the first thing that pops in my head really um is just I think it's been really cool to like see just within the not even like seeing it's much more apparent now that we're actually talking like in this series that we're in at church called the sound just like talking about praise and worship and also like how it's just so important I think one of the biggest things that I've been so grateful for in the last like six months and just seeing how God's moving is like even just within ACF and like I was just talking to my good friend Sarah when we were leaving on Sunday leaving on worship on Sunday just about how we are in this like major like booming transition in our worship culture and like how like God is using that to just like transform people and it's really cool because like we were not I mean we are we were not that like full of charisma all of the like like shouts of praise the tequila the you know the maybe not dynamic (laughs) outward yeah like the outward just expression it was very like very much a like we're gonna go and we're gonna sing and we're gonna read the words on the screen now it is like every not just like our leaders but also like the people in our congregation are so encapsulated and so just like completely like soaking in worship now and it's like our worship culture is completely just booming like I mean that's like all I have like as a word to say it's just like it's so like thick (laughs) like it's so just like spirit filled and that has just been so cool because I've just to see where God is like moving in that um and where just the culture shifted it's really cool and yeah I don't know. That's just been like a highlight. That's the first thing that kind of popped into my head. When yeah, I, was I think 
man, I think that um, God really has shifted some things in our environment for sure. Um, and that, you know, that started with leadership, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it really has started with leadership. But the thing that I think has come out of that is that people are, uh, worship has n- is no longer just a 30-minute set of songs. Yeah. Like, um, we're starting to see people come I- excited mm-hmm. and expectant to meet with God. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, we're also, um, we're hearing stories of people who are continuing their worship mm. when they leave that place, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? To understand that this moment doesn't end, right? Mm-hmm. This worship doesn't stop. And there, the, the transformation that's happening and the, the openness that people have to the presence of God now that I would say wasn't even there, maybe even like eight to 10 months ago, right. um, has been dramatic. Yeah. And God has been just doing some amazing things in that. And, um, it's, setting the stage I think for a lot of things that he wants to do he needs us to to be a church that is comfortable in his presence so that he can do some things that he wants to do in us and through us and so I think that's been super amazing to watch happen and go ahead I think the transition also like what I've noticed even within myself too is that like there's several times where I'll just be having like, I don't know, like maybe not like a great day, like on a Sunday, like I'll walk in and just be super tired or whatever. And like one of the things that I've felt shift, like even within myself, but everybody else is that like worship is no longer for us. Like, I think that was a big thing that like everyone like comes in and it's like, oh, like worship's only good if I feel something, you know? And like now it's like so much shifted where it's like, this is no, this is no longer about me. This is about literally just praising our God. And like, you could feel that too. Like, which is so cool. Cause like there has been so many times where I've walked in and I've just been like, Oh, I'm really not feeling it today. I'll just be singing. And then I'll have to like remind myself, like, this isn't for me. Like God is still good. Like it doesn't matter if like I am having a bad day or not. Like God is still good. He's still reigning on his throne and he's still working. So like that deserves praise. And so I think that's been really cool to like see as well of just like that shift. There's a quote that's attributed to Francis Chan, uh, pastor Francis, Francis Chan. And, um, so I can't, I can't confirm whether he actually said it or not (laughs) because it's the internet. So you never know. (laughs) But uh, the idea behind it, if it was him, you know, Hey, thumbs up Francis. (laughs) Um, Basically he was closing a church service one time and he was standing at the door greeting people. And um, one of the folks in the service stopped at the door and was like, you know, that, that worship service just didn't really do anything for me today. And his response was, I thought brilliant. He was like, well, that's okay. Cause it wasn't for you. Mm. <laughs> and it's not meant to be like a Ooh, burn, yeah. right? It's like literally like, Hey, it's not for us. Like we, there's a byproduct. Like when we really worship, 
in spirit and in truth, when we really worship in a way that glorifies the Father and gets us out of the way, we can't help but be impacted by that moment mm-hmm. because God shows up. Yeah. So we're not going to be that when we're in the presence of God, we're not going to be the same. Mm-hmm. So yes, our mood shifts mm-hmm. in our, um, our, our spirits lift and things, dark clouds seem to move along mm-hmm. when we worship, really worship with the right motive. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, that's not the reason why we come. Right. Right. It's a byproduct of coming with a right heart and a mm-hmm. right spirit, but it's not the reason why we come. We come because God is good. And, um, you know, I've heard this said probably a hundred times. If God doesn't do anything else for me in mm-hmm. my life, he's already done everything for me. Yeah. So he deserves our praise regardless of what's happening in this moment. Right. Regardless of what my circumstances mm-hmm. are. Because if I only worship when my circumstances are good, yeah. you literally would only see me like once every six weeks. Yeah. I right. mean, not that life is really awful, but yeah. it's like there there's something that can get in the way of us coming and worshiping mm-hmm. if it was about our mood mm-hmm. to do so. Yeah. Right. And there I was, you know, honestly, I was listening to a, a, a podcast this morning um, and pastor banning Liebscher from Jesus culture said like literally like the, the most important things in life, the most fulfilling things in life are the ones that are least convenient. Mm. And so when we come in that inconvenience, when we come, when we when we wake up and realize, oh my gosh, you know, my kids are a mess. Like I've got to get them all ready to go to church. I've got to do, I've got to, I've got, I've got to do a hundred things to get us there. Mm-hmm. When we do it in the midst of the inconvenience, and we come to worship in spirit and in truth with the church, mm-hmm. with the body, with the assembly of believers, and we push that worship forward regardless of our circumstances. Mm-hmm. God shows up in that. Mm-hmm. He honors that. Yeah. Because he understands right. the sacrifice yeah. that's made. And he's actually asking for that sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Right? He's asking for us to do that. Um, to be a part of that. Um, because it really begs the question, like if it's not if it's not if it's not a sacrifice, like if there's we don't have to really give anything mm-hmm. to make that happen. What's it actually worth? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, no, I love that. God's doing some amazing things. And I think we're getting, we're getting that, right? We're understanding that as a people, of, as the people of God. Like, we're not here for us. Mm-hmm. This isn't about us. We're here to lift the name of God high. Mm-hmm. We're here to give him praise. We're, get, we're here to honor who he is. And the byproduct of that is he shows up and moves in ways that we can't imagine. Mm-hmm. And so um, we're seeing that shift. And man, that is so good. Yes. So good. Um, I'd say for me, um, you know, this season has been really, really um, stretching in a good way for me. Um, you know, and I gave the, I gave the, the Jesus culture plug there a second ago, but um, I've been doing this uh, school of leadership through Jesus culture this year um, since August, um, September. And um, it's just been a really amazing season of growth. I would probably classify it as one of the greatest seasons of spiritual mm-hmm. growth in my life. 
my adult life. Um, because God's really been revealing some things to me. And so I'll just share this, this little quick story. Um, several weeks ago in a class session, um, as I've been doing this class from, from Austin, um, through Sacramento on zoom, (laughs) um, through Jesus culture, um, session several weeks ago where, uh, pastor Banning talked about, um, and, and I don't even really know, like, I mean, I understand in the context of what he was talking about, but it was really almost like a passing comment. It wasn't, it wasn't essential to the message that he was trying to get across. Mm -hmm. It was just a detail. And that sometimes I've noticed that's how Holy Spirit works. Yeah. Right. Like somebody, you can be sitting in a message and God can land on something that somebody says in your mind and be like, I need you to do this. And mm-hmm. it's not really super related to right. the thing that the person is talking about. Like pastor will may say something in a message and it lands and, and a phrase that he says lands mm-hmm. on you in a way that you don't anticipate. Yeah. And you're like, holy cow. Yeah. God moved on that. I need mm-hmm. to investigate that further. And that was sort of what this was. He just mentioned that in the Old Testament, um, in Bible times, the the names that ch- that kids were given at birth were had greater meaning Mm. they just depth of meaning like they just didn't throw names out there yeah right they weren't looking at the you know the israelite top 10 (laughs) baby names of the year to decide how to name their kids right there was a family meaning there was a spirit definitely spiritual meaning involved in that and i was like that's interesting and i wrote it in my notes Mm -hmm. i knew it going in but it was something that it was almost like god was reminding me hey that's true Mm. And so in the midst of that, like Pastor Banning's talking and I'm like, I pull up another window and in Chrome, I'm searching mind and meaning of my name. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, Jason. And knowing, knowing it was a biblical name, um, I was like, never really even thought, what, what does it mean? I mm-hmm. don't know. Looked it up. Jason means the healer. So I write it down in my notes. So I have names matter in the Bible. Jason means healer in my notes. Mm. The following week, the instructor that week, different person, is talking about um, talking to God about his heavenly name. And there, you, there can get some weirdness when we start to talk about heavenly names. Really the meaning behind what's my heavenly name, like asking that question of God, what is my heavenly name, really boils down to, how does heaven see me? Yeah. Asking the question, God, how do you see me? How am I known mm-hmm. in heaven? Because mm-hmm. hopefully we are, right? right. Like we want to be known in heaven. Yeah. We don't want, we don't need to be known on earth. Here. Yeah. But we want to be known in heaven, For right? Sure. We want, we don't want to get to that day and Jesus going, I never knew you. Yeah. Right. So asking God, what, 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 how am I known at, what am I known as mm-hmm. in heaven? And, um, because like the scripture is just full of examples of God changing people's names. Mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm, yeah. So, um, that struck me. It was like God drew a, a line from that week before names matter to God. What is my heavenly name? Right. So I wrote that in my notes <laughs> and I thought, and what I wrote in my notes actually is ask God what, 
my heavenly name is. Mm. And so the next day in my quiet time, I spent some time just in quiet and silence and soaking. And I asked God, I was like, God, how does heaven see me? How do you see me? What's my heavenly name? And seriously, like in a way, like I've really hadn't up to that point really experienced. I know God said my name, which is interesting because when I hear, when I hear God talk to me, like when I hear God give me, you know, thoughts or like, God doesn't audibly talk to me, Mm -hmm. right? Like I'm not hearing his audible voice, like not in my ear. It's, it's in my mind, right? And some people will go, yeah, sure it is in your mind. (laughs) Uh, No. No, like really. It's really in my mind, okay? Like it's a mind meld and, or in the words of the Marvel's Eternal, it's a unimind with God and Holy Spirit is giving me downloads, Mm -hmm. right? And ever that moment when he, when I heard God say Jason, which is interesting because ever since he's addressed me by name, Mm. every chance he gets, he uses my name. And so he said, Jason, I'm reestablishing the name your mother gave you. Hmm. Okay. God. (laughs) Interesting. (laughs) Okay. Healer. What do I do with that? Yeah. And so I wrote it down in my journal and I'm like, I I need to press into this. God, what, what do you want to do in that regard? And so fast forward that same day, I go to our prayer barn at ACF for our noon hour prayer. And there that particular day was a missionary couple from Malaysia who are trying to get into India. Mm. They're not a missionary couple we support. Um, and yet they were there because they heard we pray yeah. during the noon hour. So they show up and we prayed over them during that hour. And afterward, Pastor Chris, our prayer pastor, uh, says to the room, hey, um, they will, they have some prayer cards that they would love to hand out to you if you want to partner with them in prayer. And I thought, yeah, sure. So, um, I gather my stuff together and I walk over to them and, um, the, the husband reaches out his hand. His name is Steve. Steve reaches out his hand and, and says, hi, I'm Steve. What's your name? I said, I'm Jason. He goes, that's a great name. And I was just like, what? <laughs> like, and I, and I literally said, you've got to be kidding me. Um, because it was so striking to me mm-hmm. and it sort of like took Steve by surprise. Mm-hmm. Steve's like, wait, well, why, why would you, s- of course it's a great name. It's in the Bible. I'm like, of course it means healer. And Steve goes, yeah, it's, it's beautiful. And I said, here's why I can't believe you just said that because literally no one has ever said that to me. Mm. No one like Jason's in my generation, you know, like born from like 1975 to 1990. Yeah. 
They're like, we're like a dime a dozen. Like I literally had two or three other Jasons in every <laughs> class I was ever in from kindergarten all the way through high school. Yeah. So no one has ever said to me, that's a, that, that's a great name. So literally the first, the first time I've had, had ever heard that is the same day that I, that God told me mm. that he was reaffirming, reestablishing the name that my mother gave me. So fast forward <laughs> later that day, um, I'm literally sitting in the parking lot of my barber. Mm. I have a haircut scheduled for that mm. afternoon. Sitting in that, I'm sitting in that parking lot, and I'm on the phone. I'm on a Facetime call with my school, like sort of like advisor. Mm-hmm. Her name is Amy, and Amy is t- asking me how school's going. What am I experiencing? How's it going? And I'm like sharing this whole story. She's like, "Wait, wait, wait, wait! Stay right there!" And she leaves the screen. And she comes back with a drawing that her daughter drew the night before. She said, my daughter draws these pictures. And sometimes she brings them to me because she feels like there's a reason why she drew it. And last night she drew this picture and she brought it to me. She said, I think this is for um, one of your students. And she shows me, she shows me this picture. And as we're on the fly here today, I'm bringing it up so that I can read it. It says, it's a picture of the Bible. And it says, fun, funny, kind, has peace, faithful, and Amazing, healer, called, and anointed. Mm. And literally, then I kid you not, I walk into my barber appointment and I sit down in the chair where my barber and I had cultivated a relationship. And he starts to tell me all these things that have shifted in his life because of the conversations Mm. that we've had Mm -hmm. in his chair. So like moment after moment, that that day, God showed up in my space and, he, and then he proceeded to confirm everything. He was so good, so good to confirm everything that he'd been doing mm. and telling me in my personal time with him. Because frankly, Jason, like 10 years ago, would have thought all of this was cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Mm-hmm. Like Jason 10 years ago, didn't even understand what the Holy spirit was. Mm-hmm. And so God knew, God knew the Jason that he had made, but he also knew the Jason that had come out of life. Mm. And so as a gift to me, knowing that there was a piece of me in there somewhere that would have just been like, this is cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Mm-hmm. Like you did not hear God say that. <laughs> God did not talk to you. If it's not in the Bible, God didn't say it. Mm. But he confirmed it through three separate people Mm -hmm. as a gift to me. 
And not only that, but literally out of the woodwork have come people. Oh, yeah. Because that, that day, uh, Steve, and, um, Steve and Mary Jo um, literally prayed over me that God would release healing in me and through me. Mm. Like, that was their word they prayed over me that day. So like, they laid hands on me and they prayed that over me that day. And then God gave me those two other confirmations. And then since then, literally God has brought people out of the woodwork. Mm. Uh, we had a lady in the prayer barn a couple weeks ago who just walked up to me during the prayer time and said, God told me that you should pray for my back, which is hurting. <laughs> and I prayed over it. And like 20 minutes later, she testified that her back didn't hurt anymore. That's so good. Like, I'm not doing that, right? <laughs> yeah. It's not me. Right. It's, it's the power of God through me. Mm-hmm. Right. God said he wanted to use me as a vessel. I could not believe it and reject it. Mm-hmm. It would not happen. Right. It wouldn't happen. Right. God's not going to make me do something. He's not going to use me. He doesn't. He's not going to make me be used for something mm-hmm. that I refuse to be used for. Right. So it's just the only thing I did was say yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. I receive that. Yes. I receive that. But it, man, it's been such a blessing to watch God do that, stir that up mm-hmm. and, and see people get free. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I tell you that story just simply to say this, God is so, God is so about getting your Yes. Yeah. Whatever it is that he's calling you to do and be, whatever function he's calling you to perform for the body of Christ, he's so about you saying yes mm-hmm. because he wants you to do it. He wants he wants to use you for it. And you can't you can't even he he will do immeasurably more than you ask or imagine. Mm-hmm. That like we say that all the time, do we believe it's true? Mm. Because he will do it. I've seen it happen in the last 6 weeks. Yeah. Literally seen it in the last six weeks. God will do a measure more than we than we could ask or imagine. The problem is, is that many of us have turned off our imaginations, mm. and we stopped asking. And so, ask questions of God. Yeah. <laughs> God, what, what, even if they seem silly, God, what does how does heaven see me? Yeah. How do you see me in heaven? Mm. From where you sit, how do you see me? So good. And when he tells you, receive it and unlock the power of Mm -hmm. what it is he sees in you. That's the power of the potential that heaven has placed in each of us. Yeah. So go after it because God wants to give it to you. Yes. He wants to do that in you and through you. Um... Man, I'm just so grateful for what God is doing, what mm-hmm. I'm seeing in our church and other churches. Yeah. Um, like the phrase that was on my heart early in, in 2021 was God's on the move. Mm-hmm. And that's not changed. Mm-hmm. Like God has only confirmed that he is moving, literally <laughs> yeah. moving in a bunch of places. Mm-hmm. Um, one of those key signs is that we can we see it we we see and hear similar things 
in other places in the world yeah. and the country. And th- that's what I'm experiencing mm-hmm. is hearing similar things. Um, so God's stirring hearts. Yeah. Holy Spirit is just landing and moving and shifting some things. And, and so I'm super excited about what, what's God's got on the horizon. Mm-hmm. Um, 2021 has sort of been a bounce back year, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. From a reset. For sure. Um, bounce, a bounce back year from a reset. And so we're sort of, you know, uncoiling mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. from the, from the pandemic and the stress of it all. And I'm just like, like there's, there is, there is a expectation level that's sort of rising mm-hmm. up and I'm excited to see what, um, you know, the next month, yeah. the, the last month pl- plus here, the end of 21 and the, the beginning of mm-hmm. 22 look mm-hmm. like because God is moving. Yeah. And so that's really our heart for this, this week's episode is just like when you sit around the Thanksgiving table, you know, um, hopefully this is something you've done. Like when you sit, when you sit around your table, period, mm-hmm. not at Thanksgiving. Yeah. And you looking into the eyes of your family, what has God done? What have you seen him do? And just say it, mm-hmm. declare it. Yeah. God, I've seen you be fill in the blank. Mm-hmm. I'm so grateful for fill in the blank. Um, because he moves on that. Yeah. And, and we need it. Yeah. We need to be reminded. Like if we don't say it, if we don't remind ourselves, if we don't say it out loud. We'll forget it. Mm-hmm. That's who we are. We're just yeah. forgetful people. Absolutely. Um, as we close today, um, again, we've been talking a lot about uh, singing and worship and the sound that heaven and earth make. Mm. <laughs> and this past week, Pastor Will Davis um, challenged us that our sound matters. Mm-hmm. The sound that we make matters. It matters to earth and it matters to heaven. Mm-hmm. And um, one of the things that came to my mind was a passage of scripture from Acts 16. Um, it's the story of... Um, Paul and Silas, um, they, they are, um, in Philippi and they end up, um, in jail, frankly, Mm -hmm. they just end up in jail. Like wherever they go, the teaching and doing miracles, they just make people mad Mm -hmm. and they end up in jail. Yeah. And, um, Chapter Acts chapter 16, starting with verse 23, says, After they were severely beaten, they were thrown into prison, and the jailer was commanded to guard them securely. So the jailer placed them in the innermost cell of the prison and had their feet bound and chained. So in your mind, think about this for a second. They're in the innermost cell. So they're in the middle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Big mistake. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Put them in the middle of all of it. Okay. <laughs> Big mistake. But he thought, this is the most secure place in this prison. Right. I'm putting them right here because if something happens to these guys, I'm going to get it. Yeah. So they're in the middle and all the other cells are around them. They were bound and chained. Verse 25. Paul and Silas undaunted. Love that word. Undaunted. Prayed in the middle of the night 
and sang songs of praise to God while all the other prisoners listened to their worship. Come back to that in a minute. Suddenly a great earthquake shook the foundations of the prison. All at once every prison door flung open and the chains of all the prisoners came loose. Mm. Startled, the jailer awoke and saw every cell door standing open. Assuming that all the prisoners had escaped, he drew his sword and was about to kill himself. When Paul shouted in the darkness, Stop! Don't hurt yourself. We're all still here. The jailer called for a light. When he saw that they were still in their cells, he rushed in and fell trembling at their feet. Then he led Paul and Silas outside and asked, what must I do to be saved? Mm. So that passage 25, verse 25, Paul and Silas undaunted prayed in the middle of the night and sang songs of praise to God while all the other prisoners listened to their worship. Two things. First off, for people who, for, for those of us who know who Jesus is and have accepted him for what he has done for us. Our responsibility is to live undaunted. Mm. Undaunted literally means not discouraged or disheartened. Resolute, courageous, brave, bold. Whatever it is that God has put on your heart to do, do it. Mm. Do it undaunted. Mm -hmm. Don't worry about what anybody else is going to say. Be courageous. Don't be disheartened if it doesn't go how you think it will. Mm. Don't get discouraged. Be courageous. Be bold. Do the thing. Mm Mm-hmm. Secondly, they were undaunted in their worship, right? They, they prayed and they sang songs. Mm. Mm-hmm. They prayed and they sang songs. Prayer and worship are powerful mm-hmm. things. They are the weapons that we have at our disposal. Yeah. Pastor Will taught us that last week. Mm-hmm. Like the thing that happens when we, when we sing, when we worship, when we pray is that we are, we are taking up our, our our weapons for war. We do that. When we do that, faith level rises. Mm. What's the what's the next part of that passage say? It says, while all the other prisoners listened to their worship. Mm. Yeah. And in response to that, God moved. And he didn't yeah. just move on Paul and Silas. It wasn't Paul and Silas it wasn't like Paul and Silas doors opened. Right. Every door in the prison opened Mm. from the epicenter of the center of that jail moved Mm -hmm. the power of God and chains just broke off. Yeah. Like literal chains broke off, but spiritual chains broke off Mm -hmm. that day too because people got saved. Right. People got free in more than one way. People got free. So I just want to throw that out there today as we close. Like whatever you're walking through in this season, I, we get like the man, the holidays can be hard for some people. Yeah. And in this season, even more so because we've, we've all lost someone. Mm. We've all lost people in this season, in this pandemic. And if you haven't physically lost people, you might've metaphorically lost them because we're all like, we're all at each other's throats about everything. (laughs) Yeah. Some of us have lost friends over masks mm-hmm. and and vaccines. Some of us have lost friends over church crazy church politics. Mm-hmm. Some of us have lost friends over politics. Family even fighting. Some family did not meet yesterday on Thanksgiving Ugh. because of politics, which yeah. makes my heart hurt. Mm-hmm. 
Whatever you're walking through today, be undaunted in your praise and your prayers and your worship. Prayer and worship and war. It's mm-hmm. war. It's war. We yeah. can go to war for our families this way and God shows up. Yes. People get saved. The guy who's about to commit suicide because he didn't do his, didn't quote, didn't do his job, got saved that night. Mm. Praise. <laughs> Chains break. Doors, prison doors open. And I love um, the visual that um, I've, I've talked about before. Our worship pastor, John Davids, talked about it before. That when we just unlock chains, they're there to, for us to put them back on if mm. we decide to. But when God breaks chains, they're mm. obliterated. Yeah. And they can't be put back on. So play your part. Be a part of the body. Your worship matters. And it and it matters in community. It matters in the ecclesia. It matters in the gathering. The assembly of believers. Because those lives in that prison would have never been impacted had Paul and Silas not been there. Yeah. Right? They were they were there in that place. They sh- yeah, it was not probably their <laughs> their most fun hour yeah. of life, but they showed up in that they were mm-hmm. in that place. They were faithful to what God called them to do. And God changed eternities of the people there because so of their good. their obedience in their praise and in their prayers. So don't discount the place, the the role that you play in showing up to worship. Mm. And the inconvenience, as we talked about earlier, the inconvenience mm-hmm. of it. Because God moves in response to us playing the part that only we can play. Mm. And so we'll leave you with that. Hope you guys had a great Thanksgiving. Um, thanks for joining us this week. Um, in two weeks, we will have our final episode of season two, and then we'll take a break and we'll be back with a season three. Woo! We haven't even talked about that yet, so we have no <laughs> idea what it's going to look like, but excited for season three, whatever it's going to be. God, God knows what it's going to be. Oh yeah. And, um, we will, uh, we'll, we'll, uh, plan and, and prepare and yep. let God do what he does. Yes. Um, but we're super grateful that you joined us. And, um, if you want to, again, share this episode, we invite you to do that, um, on social media and, you know, leave a review because honestly, as Abby said before, reviews are sort of like, um, for for podcasts reviews are sort of like the the like and the reshare analytics mm-hmm. on social media like it when people share reviews it bumps your podcast up mm-hmm. um into view for people yeah so we'd love for you to leave a review and um subscribe so that you don't miss a single episode of the story at the center podcast Yee. thanks for joining us friends and we will see you in a couple weeks